Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. As we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks, the college season has returned. We are so excited for the year to begin. Our first major event of the season, the ITA All-American, is in the books, and we are so thrilled to be joined by this year's ITA All-American Women's Doubles Champions from Yale, Jesse Gong and Samantha Martinelli. Welcome to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Yeah, we're happy to be here. Yes, and I will do my best to direct questions to each of you individually, so I apologize in advance. But as a former doubles player, always so thrilled to bring on doubles champions. Let's start there. First title of the year in the books. How does it feel for you? We'll start. We'll, we'll respect our eldest first, so we'll start Samantha, then Jesse. Oh, eldest. That's what you make me feel very good. <laughs> But, I mean, it's been a, a really incredible start to the year. I mean, we were happy to just be there, and for it to turn out like it did is just an incredible start to our season. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty early in the college tennis season, and like Sam said, like for us to be at that tournament was already pretty exciting. Like, not many teams play it. Um, yeah, it was, it was just good to be there, and to go all the way it was definitely more than we had expected and hoped for. And for the two, I know, Sam, you were in the singles draw. The only player, I'm sure you know this now, to get a set off eventual champion, Ashley Leahy, in that first round match. But for the two of you going into the week, it sounds like it was a surprise. Did you expect to have this sort of success? Was it, you know, day by day? Were you like, hey, we can make a run? To be honest, like, we were just like, when we heard we were going, we're like, wow, that's amazing. Like, can't believe we're going. And then when we got there, we were like, yeah, I mean, let's just have fun. Like, let's see how it goes. I mean, we're both kind of people who don't really look at a draw beforehand. We just kind of play it as it comes. So we weren't even really aware when we were playing, like, where we were standing, who we were playing. So yeah. we just took it day by day. And as the wins kept coming, I mean, to be honest, we we would be shocked. We'd come off the court like, wow, you just beat the number eight team in the country. We're like, oh, really? Like, we were just... We were just excited <laughs> to play and happy to happy to be there. So we we definitely didn't see this coming when we came into the draw, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, actually, I had no idea who we were playing the first two rounds. Like, we just hadn't even looked at the draw. So it was – I think we were very much just, like, trying to focus on, like, playing our <laughs> own, like, game, mm-hmm. making sure we were doing what we do well. And, uh, yeah, it just worked out. And for the two of you, I know you didn't start off last year together, Jesse. I believe you're a sophomore, Sam, a junior. Um, but I know you played a little bit towards the end of the year, and you guys obviously did have a preseason ranking high enough to get into this draw. Uh, you know, what allowed you to, you know, pick up where you left off? What do you think allowed you guys to have the sort of success that propels you to this sort of result? I think it just naturally works for us. We balance each other out well. Like, I know when I'm stressed, she's there to calm me down when she's stressed. I'm there to calm her down. So I think naturally we 
we have clicked as doubles partners. So it wasn't really difficult to to pick up where we left off. And I think we both came into the tournament just with the same mindset that we wanted to have fun and not have any regrets about our play and just to go out there and play the way we know we could. No, I was going to say for you as the sophomore coming or as a freshman last year, you know, Samantha, the number one singles player, a hot shot on the team, you get thrown into one doubles and to have that carry over, you know, what is that like for you making that transition right away? Clearly it, something worked. I was a little intimidated because I knew I didn't know how, she, how good she is at singles. So I really didn't want to let her down. But as soon as we started playing together, she's actually really good at keeping me grounded, especially when I get a little bit too emotional. So um, I, I am an emotional player, but she'll talk me through tight situations. And I think just as soon as we started playing, just were intimidated because she's like she's a great doubles partner in every single way. So it just worked out well, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. And. To talk through the format, the first couple of rounds, pro sets, does that make a difference for you guys? The shorter format, the, you know, a, a break of serve that much more important, or was it really just let it rip? Yeah, well, it actually felt longer for us because during typical season, we just play six games, no ad. So that goes by even quicker. So it was actually kind of weird to start out. I was like, wow, these two extra games are kind of throwing me right now. Yeah. But I definitely think the expanded format at the end where we got to play the full two out of three, it definitely gives you a little bit more room to breathe and a little bit more time to regroup. Whereas an eight game pro set, you don't have a lot of time to switch strategy, try out different things. You're kind of, you're kind of pressed for time. At least that's how I felt about it. Yeah. I definitely have just never played that much doubles in one week, especially when we, (laughs) for the semi and the finals, we had to play two out of three as well. Yeah. It was a lot of doubles. No, that's half the fun. And in that those semifinals, finals, you talk about a lot of doubles getting the most bang for your buck. That's the Yale in you guys playing those full third sets, uh, third set breakers, ten six in the semifinals, ten eight uh, in the third set breaker in the final. Does the no ad points throughout the year? Do you think that helps you prepare for a tiebreaker in those final third sets? And you know what worked for you guys in those biggest moments? You want to take it, Jesse? Well, we essentially had one model going throughout the entire week and it was I don't know if I should say this but it was essentially send or be sent so basically we just lay it all <laughs> lay it all out on the table for the 10 point tiebreak because it goes by so quickly and we really didn't want to leave our fate in the hands of our opponents we just tried to be as aggressive as we could and um, I think it always works out better because really are just trying to go for your shots you just play better you put more pressure on your opponents and i mean yeah was there a deuce point one of you goes big down the line and you're like all right maybe not on this one <laughs> yeah i mean there's definitely certain situations where maybe the the cross court situation where you just want to lay it out there and and pretty much show them that you're not afraid i think that's another aspect of it that i'm willing to to be the one to go for this I think there is a, and for me, it keeps me loose as well. Just knowing I'm just going to swing at this one. It keeps you, it just keeps you focused, keeps you loose. So I think it, it has its place in a 10 point tiebreaker. 
No, absolutely. I, I mean, that's why in, in these biggest moments you're playing two out of three sets, but it's not the full mm-hmm. third. Um, you, you guys mentioned you, you it was the most doubles you've played in a week. It, you're right. You do only play one set during the season. The two out of three sets, do you like it? Was it nice to get back? Do you at least appreciate I feel like a final, it's mm-hmm. got to be two out of three. Yeah, no, I de- definitely thought it was appropriate for that because, like I said, a set can go either way. I mean, you have a couple deuce games that don't go your way, you could be down 3-0 in a second. Like, it, it's way quicker than a typical match. So I think having two out of three for the finals puts you on a little bit more of an even playing field, and it gives you a better opportunity to switch around what you're doing, kind of find your footing in the match more. I think that definitely benefited us at the end. Yeah, I was going to say that two out of three, three-set format definitely was good for us in the final because the first set didn't go our way but had it been an eight-game pro set it would have probably just ended rather quickly but with the we just tried to forget about the first set and we had time to switch up the strategy in the second set and you guys mentioned how you tried to play aggressive throughout for our listeners who you know they're college tennis fans they understand college doubles but they may never have seen martinelli and gong play give us the aesthetic rundown you know what are we looking at are we looking at a lot of poaching some eye forms and two back what's the prototypical gong martinelli uh, Sammy <laughs> well our doubles kind of consists of me banging balls from the baseline and Jesse going for the poach. That's kind of of our main goal when we're playing. Recently, we've been really trying to both crash the net when we can. That's something we've been working on. But yeah, that's that's our main formation when we're playing. I always think it's it's not real doubles unless you get passed down the line at least four oh, times. Oh, that happens to me a lot. You can ask Sam. <laughs> it definitely happens from time to time. No. Yeah, that's half the fun. But then, all right, in a tournament you win like this, and I'm sure you know you guys feel good about all of your wins, but there's always that match where you're down early or things just aren't feeling right, and that's the one you need to steal. That's the one you escape with the win. Mm-hmm. What was the match in this term you feel like you guys escaped with the most? So I, I know for me, there's a very clear match. But I, this was also different for Sam. But for me, it was actually UNC. When mm. I think the score was 8-5 or 8-6 in the pro set. But um, basically, we went up pretty oh, God. quickly <laughs> early. I think it was about 5-1 or 5-2. I can't remember. And then it was a long deuce point. And then Sam was in this ridiculous rally, and I all of a sudden just for this poach that it, I just, it was not my ball at all. Shanked it onto the other court. <laughs> and then, that was a very important deuce point. And like the momentum kind of shifted. I know I lost a little bit of confidence, but Sam managed to step up and also keep such that we could close it out. But I, that was a match where I felt like we just like, yeah, mine was the finals, I would say. was the. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember us after the first set, after going down that quickly, I just remember kind of looking at each other like, this is not going so well. <laughs> and just, but I, I think that's what we needed. Like, And I think that's another aspect of our relationship as teammates that works for us is we're not afraid to laugh out there, to, to have some jokes at our own expense. Like we were just kind of joking it with, at least make it look good like just make it look like a, a good match like let's, <laughs> let's do what we can like let's 
have some respect out here. <laughs> so I, I think like having those moments of like joking and laughter are, are what pulled us through that match ultimately. Mm. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Yeah, and it sounds like the two of you do have a great relationship on the court. Oftentimes when you're, the, you know, Tulsa is not, and not that New Haven's going to light the world on fire, but Tulsa, you're there for a week. It's not like there's crazy things to do. Um, sorry for the, uh, that was an uncalled for shot of New Haven, but still, uh, for the two of you, any rituals, any things like you, you win the first match, you go to Panera, you win the second match, you're like, eh, hey, let's go there again. And then by the fourth match, you've eaten, you know, the same thing four days in a row. <laughs> Jimmy John's. <laughs> We'd like to give a big thank you to Jimmy John's. <laughs> yeah, not sponsored, but we should have been. We ate there after every single match. We ate Jimmy in the same order too. I think every time. Yep, same thing. Yep. I mean, I think we also ate the same thing at breakfast. I just was eating cantaloupe. I think I think I ate cantaloupe like the first morning, and then we ended up winning two doubles that day because of the rain delay so now i was like wait eating cantaloupe is like helping me win so i ha- essentially had the same breakfast every single morning for the rest of the week as well as jimmy john's the same set and actually that look, variety look this podcast can now be brought to you by jimmy john's the meal of champions but objectively that's disgusting that's yeah just, oh. it got advisable it wasn't fun <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are I respectfully? I know old people who eat cantaloupe and cottage cheese, but like if I have to play a match, I'm like, no, like I'm fine. I'll just no. That's her thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, hey, whatever works. <laughs> that that was rude. Whatever works. Clearly, it was working, and you guys were champions. And um, obviously, a result like this to start your season such a big moment. No matter how the rest of the season goes, but for the two of you, uh, you know, how do you want to use this as a, you know a buttress moving forward into the year well i think not only is it big for us but i think it's also huge for our team in general Mm -hmm. Um, i know we had talked a lot about this but like yale you know typically isn't known as a huge tennis school but i think at all americans we played against a lot of like big tennis schools like unc texas a&m and to know that we can beat these schools is is a should be a boost to our confidence and also we just had two doubles teams do really well at regionals and they actually came pretty close to qualifying for the vault tournament. But um, for us, it's also just, I think, carrying the momentum and hoping to do well at the fall tournament in Newport in November. Yeah, no, I would. I definitely think that's been one of the biggest positives to come from this is it. it's not just for us, it's for our whole mm-hmm. team and to show that we are up there with these other teams. Like, there's no reason we can't qualify for NCAA, win our win our ivy season like it, it's all possible I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because for you sam as the junior just looking through your first two years you know that first season you come in, uh you know for our listeners who don't know you were a, a blue chip recruit one of the top in the nation and that first season probably sucked you go six and 18 zero oh and seven but then you guys really improved last year you know you guys by improving by half is a big win you go 12 and 11 four and three now you get a result like this I mean, as you mentioned, how do you carry that momentum? Because this is a big moment for a program like Yale. 
Right. Like, I think it's just up at this point to the individuals on our team. Like, I think every person on our team has amazing talent and are amazing people and amazing competitors. Definitely from the first year to this year, there's definitely a different vibe on the team. Like, there's a really, like, a bigger sense of confidence and belief in how we can perform as a team. And I think results like this just kind of bolster that and make people really believe that we can do well this season. I think my freshman year, it was tough because losing so much, you really, you kind of lose that spirit, which is difficult and, I mean, understandable. So the more we build as a team, you can just, you can feel the energy change. Yeah, and Jesse, I want to hear your thoughts on that as well. But for you last season, your freshman year, your team goes 9-1 at home, uh, 1-8 on the road. I mean, you know, depending on the teams you played, I'm sure that factors into it. But how do you get it to where you guys can carry over that success you guys are clearly having in New Haven to being a team that competes no matter where they're at? Okay, so I'm going to be honest. I didn't actually know that statistic. So that's pretty surprising. I actually did not know that. Um, I'm trying to think of, I guess, what our one win away must have been. I guess that must have been at Brown during Ivy season. I feel like that might have been our one win away. I will look this up as I go. Um, um, On the road. I didn't know that either. Yeah, Yeah, the one win on the road was at Brown, 4-1, March 30th. Yeah. So, So I guess... Um, personally, I think it also has to do because when we were, whenever we were on the road, we were playing against stronger teams. For example, when we went to the Blue Gray, I know we had a tough tournament there. Um, when we went to Miami, we played against two really good schools. Um, I guess it's just also our team was young last year, which may or may not factor into it. We had seven underclassmen and only two upperclassmen. So I guess maybe it's just getting used to being able to perform the same or at least try to perform the same no matter if you're at home in like the comfort of your home club or not home club, but like home facility, or if you're, you know, away on the other side of the country or something. Um, yeah. I don't know, Sam, you got anything to say on this? Yeah. I guess I've never really thought about the difference between being home in a way, because to be honest, I, I wouldn't say we have the largest group of spectators <laughs> when we're at the, it, it doesn't really strike me as a, a huge difference. I, I, I actually kind of think that's like Jesse was saying. It, it's more. It speaks more to the teams we were playing, because I think on the road we definitely were playing stronger teams than at home. But I, there definitely is when you're when you're playing at your home university. There's there's definitely a sense of comfort there and a sense of familiarity. So maybe that that did have something to do with it, but. That's definitely something we're going to have to work on this year. Just finding that out now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, your coach told me to ask that question. But uh, for you, Sam. No, no, that was was a lie. Um, But for you guys, uh, for your team, I believe there's no seniors on the roster this year. And so uh, you mentioned it was a young team last year. Everyone's, you know, one year older. why, you know, how do you guys all work to take a jump as a team? Because it's a lot of the same returning group from last season that took a jump from the year before. Um, I think for, I mean, obviously I, I'm a little older than Jesse, but 
having that year under your belt and is really a game changer I feel like for the younger class and even the year from sophomore to junior for me I can definitely feel um, more comfortable in my role on the team and more comfortable in a role as a leader on the team because you, you kind of have to even though we're just juniors we kind of have to to fill that role we're now the older people who are supposed to know everything which isn't necessarily the case all the time but it's definitely a new set of responsibilities and a new um it's a new feeling have especially stepped up and been great roles and have come to their own on the team and it's been great to see and i think it's really beneficial Thank you sam but um <laughs> i think also we ha- we do have four freshmen this year so it, it relatively young again I there's two other sophomores in my class so a total of three but I agree with Sam that one year makes a huge difference because I find myself being able to give a lot of advice to our freshmen which like if just a year ago I was the one who was asking all the questions but now I definitely have way more answers and I do have questions and um, also just in general our junior class has been has done a fantastic job I, I don't know what it what it must be like to have to fill in seniors because you you get an even additional year with more experience but um no they've they've really done a fantastic job and I think it's also just we had a really good vibe on the team last year and it's just trying to replicate that given that we do have seven returning players my question to the two of you and then we can get into the fun stuff I swear the last series question um for your team uh let's just talk goals uh how you've met we've talked about building on this early result but w- what are the goals for this you know 2019 2020 Yale women's tennis team win Ivies. there you go that's that's the first <laughs> yeah that's the one that comes into my head you get a ring for a win really that? and that's what all all 11 of us want this year yeah no I, I guess any individual that, any individual goals for the two of you yeah, I mean, I think my main is just to not have any regrets when I'm playing. I want to, because it, it is going by very fast. I'm almost halfway done with my year at this point. So I just want to really enjoy the experiences I'm having and not have any regrets when it's over. No, I I can totally understand that. That's, uh, that's why we as fans enjoy college tennis so much. Well, speaking of individual goals, the one thing, uh, maybe this will stoke the flames between the two of you because one thing we like to do whenever we have doubles partners on I like to send you both a series of questions I always say you know a doubles partnership is like any relationship right there's ups there's downs there's fighting there's lots of touching there's you know you get mad passive aggressively at things you do because you just spend so much time together Um, and with that in mind I sent you both a list of five questions to get your answers I'm going to ask each of you to see how well you know your partner, what you think, how you think, excuse me, your partner answered. That sound good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. This, we'll see if this is the beginning of the end. But Westoff, give me a rapid fire sound effect, please. All right. As I mentioned, we're going to respect our elders here. So we're going to start. Sam, do you want to give answers first or do you want to hear Jesse guess your answers first? Um, I guess I can give them first. I, so Is that more fair? Yeah, no, I like it. That That's what I was hoping to hear. Well, then, as I mentioned, I sent a list of questions um, to the two of you. Uh, I, I got my answers from the both of you. You, Sam, are going to be guessing what Jesse answered for each question, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, let's start here. Jesse's favorite serve? Um, Kick out wide. On the ad side, obviously. 
Correct. Yes. One for one. Well done. You're one for one. You know, it'll just be me applauding. We're get that the sound effects would get too tricky. Um, all right. One for one. I like. We'll compare who does better. Question number two: Who takes the no ad return? I do. Correct. Sam always takes it. Was the response, and obviously that's going to be the same answer. Uh, I imagine the other way. So we'll we'll count that one for one out. But two for two. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right. Now it starts to get a little tricky. Jesse, her answer for pre-match ritual. Was it eat Jimmy John's? <laughs> that is not correct. And I'm not going to say this answer yet because I don't want to give it away in case you guys answered differently. But it was not Jimmy John's. There was an answer. And we will get back to it, listeners. So hold on to that for a second. Um, but we'll get to question number four. Your first incorrect. I'm going to give a buzzer just for our listeners. Uh, so two for three. We're on question four. Sam. Jesse, when asked, which one of you talks more trash, answered. Jesse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like it because Jesse's answer was Sam does dot, 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 I think, which seems to indicate that there's not a lot of trash talk. No, that, that was hard to answer because like, <laughs> we don't really, I can't really even remember a specific time where we like talked a a lot of trash. Yeah. No, I, I like it. it. That's a fun one because it can sometimes pit you two against each other. I mean, not really, but in a fun way. Um, but, mm-hmm. all right. Qu- we are going to call that another air. So, eh, two for four. Not bad, but we've seen better um, here on Rapid Fire Doubles Partners Edition at Crack Rackets. But question number five, the last question for you, Sam. The most frustrating thing your partner does what do you think Jesse answered? Uh, this is what an answer you'll like, Sam, because Sam's answer, uh, or sorry, Jesse's answer, honestly, she doesn't do anything that frustrates me. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, she said, but her sorry, later this is response was... Sorry, semifinals match against UCF. So. <laughs> no, well, her response was, I definitely do a lot of things that frustrate her. Ha ha ha. So... We'll uh we'll get to that on part two of the trivia, but two for five, not uh, we'll call it two and a half for five. I don't I didn't hate it. not the worst performance, but we'll see if Jesse can add on that. Jesse, you ready to face the gauntlet? Yes, here we go. So we'll start with question number one: Sam's favorite serve. I believe it is ad side sliced tea. That's wow. Accurate. So so we'll t- I'll give you the one for one because she answered kick out wide, which was the answer I guess last time. So. We'll, uh, we'll give you plus one. We'll give it one for one. Um, He's right. But, yeah, I like it. So then question number two, who takes the no ad return? Sam always takes it. Same answer. <laughs> Sam was a little more, yeah, she, said, she was a little more modest. She said me, uh, which is correct. So two for two. Well done. Um, all right, this is the one I wanted to get back to. Question number three, the pre-match ritual, Jesse, how do you think Sam answered? We listen to Mobamba before every match. I don't know if you mentioned that. <laughs> so what what Sam said and why I want to get back to it, because Sam did answer uh, there was dancing. And Jesse, you also answered nothing really. We listened to a few songs before the match, did a little dance move that I can't explain with words. Yes! Uh, <laughs> yes! <laughs> so that was the ritual. Yeah, we did move every time yeah it was a good move (laughs) yeah she learned it really quick (laughs) 
<laughs> Did you throw that move in every time you poached? You like threw a little dance move in, Jesse, and then you'd poach? We went on for every match. Never happened during the match. It should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could have done that. Yeah, I like it. Well, then, what do you think Sam's answer was to which one of you talks more trash? I guess me. <laughs> Correct. She really did know. say Jesse. <laughs> but I mean, I do agree with Sam when I say that. I really don't think we talk. No. Trash we play. Oh, yeah. Like, like, what does that even mean? Like, you just, like, say nasty things about your opponent? Is that what it, is that what it like, supposed to be? I would mean? say it. The way I think of it is which one of you is, you know, yelling, go Yale more, who's the more come on, who is the opponent most oh, no, likely to be like when they're talking, well, yeah, like when they're talking under the breath, they're like, me. man, f*** this player, like, f*** her. And I'm not saying like that disrespectfully, I'm saying we all do it. Well, I'm definitely, I know for sure that I'm the one who says come on a lot more, I'm very vocal when I play. Yeah, <laughs> so I definitely will own up to that. So I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah correct i like it look four for four jesse you're rocking um but yeah it sounds like the answer is Jesse. all right the last question what do you think is she thinks is the most frustrating thing you do my turn when i don't get it past the volleyer <laughs> funny answer uh sam do you want to say what your answer was um yes and we were actually working on it today she's still learning the art of the sh- gift oh yeah i get passed down the line a little bit too much (laughs) i was thinking about it after today i'm like we're still working on those are that's why i say there's definitely a lot of yeah no for sure well then one last thing i want to do with the two of you and then i swear we'll let you go just a basic rapid fire you guys can both answer some start with some questions about your teammates then i want to ask a couple about you guys but of your teammates, and you can both, we'll go answer Sam, then Jesse. The teammate you guys enjoy hitting with the most? Ooh, probably Chelsea. Uh, I would say Risa. Wow, that you don't say each other. Interesting. I guess we know what the oh, second that's... most frustrating <laughs> thing your partner does. <laughs> um, we spend no, too much like time it. together sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, how about the the teammate who you enjoy getting dinner with the most? Uh, probably Sarah. I would, I wouldn't, it's hard for me to say one person because often it when is. I eat with a teammate, it's like with multiple people. Yeah. No, that is true. That's I would say that, no, that I kind of do like sophomore dinners. So not one specific person. I mean, I say team dinners are my favorite when we can all yeah, that, together. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. Good answer. I like it. Funniest member of the team. Um, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy, for sure. (laughs) All right, two more, and we'll see if you guys answer them or not. Best on the team to go out with? Caro. I'd say Sam. Aw. That's nice. All right, now this is the controversial one. Teammate most likely to hook you during practice? (laughs) No, I'm not answering that. Jesse, you're copping out as well? Yeah, I... Are you trying to incite a riot on our team? <laughs> Sam, I'm going to hug like you tomorrow to... in practice just for the sake yeah. of it. Yeah, just to save yeah. you. 
Well, some people answer. Some people go, yes, there is one. Like, they're like, I have an answer, but I'm not going to name it. Some people just throw someone under the bus. They're like, you don't want to play this kid in practice. They um, do? So I just like to ask. No, they do it lovingly, though. They're like, yeah, this kid's going to hook you in practice every time. I don't know if there's a nice way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean... You're telling me like you were you're playing a freshman this year, Sam, as the junior, and you're not going to hook her to try and get in her head and be like, "I need you to be better. I need you to be ready for this." That's leadership. No. <laughs> okay, that's such a weird. No, I, I'm not. I'm not that kind of junior. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Out. Like, get ready for it. Um. No. All right. That's fair. That's a mature answer. All right. Well, then, uh, more serious question for the two of you: the most difficult part of balancing academics and athletics at a place like Yale. I think the most difficult part that I've run into is the professors aren't really prepared for this kind of stuff because it's not very typical to miss so much class so they've actually been quite understanding about it but just missing that valuable class time and then having to play catch up when you come back is it's difficult but it's definitely worth it to get to do stuff like this yeah I would also agree and just like I think athletics it's it's becoming a bigger part of Yale but I think just like traditionally athletics is not um as big of I guess like a tradition compared to some other schools um, but I mean, definitely it's just having to keep up with the workload compared to some of our classmates who are like, some of them are really just like geniuses. Uh, but I, I do agree with Sam. I think it's, there, it's very cool to be able to play in a tournament like all Americans yet still to get an education at a school like Yale. So like as hard as it really does get sometimes it's to me, it's totally worth it. Yeah, for sure. Well then the most underrated part about New Haven yeah, I would. I would actually say like the food. I, all the little coffee shops. Actually, I like the coffee shops on campus. Mm-hmm. Not the yeah. Jimmy John's. You're not hitting that on campus. Oh my gosh, we don't. Have How do you Jimmy think we John's. have one on campus? Which is great. <laughs> I don't think us. we do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Net benefit for sure. Um, all right. When the two of you aren't on the court, what would are you most likely doing? And you can't say studying, not studying, not studying, oh studying off the table to, as well, because that that's the obvious to fly answer. out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you did anything besides player study? <laughs> it's been a while, because we have, we have both missed a decent amount of classes recently, so like those only things we've been doing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the typical thing is just spending some quality time with roommates and friends, like... Just getting to do chill stuff. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but hanging out in the common room, getting dinner, that kind of stuff. Fun, relaxing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Netflix series you've been binging lately? So I'm actually taking a film course right now that, like, we watched Breaking Bad. So I was actually binging that pretty hard for a while. Really? That's awesome. Um, yeah. film. The class is really cool. It's a decent amount of work because you do have to watch, like, a lot of episodes and write about them but um yeah so i just recently got into breaking bad like maybe a month ago it's perfect to watch with a jimmy john sub um but i think (laughs) yeah no well we can wrap things there jesse samantha thank you both so much for taking the time to do this good luck to both you and your team throughout the 2019-20 season um you know go ahead win something else and we'll we'll have you back on Oh. Sounds good. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Incentive, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you both, and take care. And you know, good luck playing catch up. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Thank you. Bye.